listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, back by popular demand, it's the Phenomenal Forum. We're back. To I'm Matt Weinstein. To my right, it's Andrew Servideo. To my left, it's Alex Honky Tonk Demiris. You know, three weeks in a row, you know, now we're on a little bit of a streak here. We're, we're getting something started, right, guys? Yeah. Getting a little phenomenal momentum going on, and I kind of like it. I like it a lot. I, I like that you called him Honky Tonk. That was, that was pretty good. Well, you know, I got something new every week. I you know, I got a, you know, last week he was, he was Alex the Snake Demiris. This week, Honky Tonk. Who knows? That's, I think that's why people are going to start, keep tuning into this show. Absolutely. Whatever we say, it's whatever. But <laughs> what's Weinstein going to call Alex this week? I think that's huge. Something good to look forward to. Gets the people going. <laughs> 100%. So, uh, another, uh, another week closer to Survivor Series. Uh, obviously, today we're recording Wednesday, so Monday and Tuesday, Raw and SmackDown in the books. So, you know, Monday Night Raw, we, how do we start off? It was Kurt Angle and the return of Stephanie McMahon. Is anybody else not that excited to see her? I wasn't that excited. <laughs> I kind of saw it coming. I think that Did this you? was the moment to see that she was going to come back and really lay into Kurt, and I think that's exactly what we got. Well, then that brings us right into it. Now we got Captain Kurt Angle. Yeah. There's no GM Kurt Angle. It's He's captaining that Survivor Series team, which, if you remember last week, I predicted. You did. And we we doubted you. We doubted yeah, you for sure. I doubt. Good happen. call, though. Yeah. I appreciate it. Much better than the Kofi Kingston championship yeah. <laughs> run. But Look, I you know what? I did bring my New Day unicorn horn. It's in, it's in the corner of the room. I forgot to bring it out, but it, I have it. I, I do have Maybe it. Maybe it'll come out when we get Maybe it's a break, something like that. Maybe it's a break, something like that. Something silly. So anyway, wow. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. So, so Kurt Angle it w- was the number one. He's officially on the Raw Survivor Series team. Yep. And... Obviously, it didn't happen till the next day, but he then tweeted out, Braun Strowman's number two. So you got Kurt Angle, and you got Braun Strowman going up against, at the time, it was just Randy Orton. He was all SmackDown had. Mm-hmm. So, and now, you know, SmackDown's shaping up. You got, you got Randy Orton. You got Captain Shane. Again, I predicted. Yep. Yeah. So you got Shane. Shane matches up with Angle. So now it's... Angle and Strowman are conf- only two confirmed, and then it's Randy, Shane, Bobby Roode, and Shinsuke Nakamura. So there's one spot left there, three for Raw. We're we're underway, and I and I do like where these two teams are going. Yeah, I think uh, for the most part, Raw looks pretty stacked in terms of uh, big men. That's that's definitely uh, that's going to be crazy coming up when when SmackDown tries to you know uh, level up. When they, when they do their, their final face-off, you're definitely going to see the Raw side looking bigger than the SmackDown side for sure. I think SmackDown picked like, the more technical side of wrestling, and, and Raw is the more of like powerhouse type, uh, type of guys. But I definitely agree with that 100%. I, so far, like the first two guys on Raw more than I like the first four on SmackDown going in on it. I think that Raw, no matter who they get, I think they're really going to have a better shot at winning this. Just on... Uh, intimidation alone, I think. They're going to have some big names going up against the SmackDown guys. Well, you make a great point there. Who, forget brand, who's standing up to Braun Strowman? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, <laughs> Nobody. It doesn't look like anybody <laughs> can do it. You know, we'll see maybe, I don't know, maybe the last SmackDown spot goes to the great Khali. Who knows? Uh- <laughs> but, so there's, so there's a Survivor Series team. 
that main event, you know, it's it's shaping up. So moving on with Raw, another another Survivor Series match, the women's five on five. Captain uh, Alicia Fox came out. Really playing the captain's role too. Yeah, she came out with the captain's hat. I was a big fan. <laughs> she, but then she started talking about that they were on a plane. I thought it was, I thought it, she was like a captain of a boat, <laughs> like a pilot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't sure if she even knew what was going on. But uh, and she said she wasn't going to wrestle Bailey. She was. It wasn't worth it. So then we got the return of Nia Jax. Finally, Miss Nia. Did you? I really miss Nia. Really? I Raw Women's Division needs Nia. I was really happy when Nia came out. But how many times have we seen Nia and Bailey so far? We get that match <laughs> we get it a pretty lot. often, well, well, I here's think. Your, well, here's your problem. On that Raw, you, I 100%, whether you love Nia Jax or you hate Nia Jax, Raw does need Nia Jax. Yeah, absolutely. Because you have Alexa Bliss as the champion, and I guess, and Mickey James just had her last opportunity. Then you have Sasha, Bailey, Alicia Fox, and now Asuka. Emma's gone. Just lost Emma. Emma, we just lost Emma and Summer Rae, who hasn't been on TV in two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> but we did lose her, too. So, this, realistically, there's six women on the Raw roster. Or six or seven women. You're going to have the five in the match, and Alexa Bliss is going to take on Natalia. That's the entire Raw women's division. Yeah. Brings me to ask the question. I know we're going to get in, into NXT a little later in the show. Do you think after Survivor Series, somebody's going to get the call up? Oh, uh, you know, it could be Ember Moon. I think Ember Moon's time is up. I think she's going to come up next. But also, um, with Alexa Bliss, she's run through pretty much all of the Raw Women's Division by just by herself as champion. That's pretty. That's crazy. Which, which, but she hasn't. We haven't. They alluded to it, but we haven't gotten the shot chance to see. Alexa versus Nia one on one. That's the only match that. Yeah, that match you're missing, and obviously Alexa Oscar, which you got. I think is right. coming soon. Well, that's probably why they brought Nia back in that position now because it's a Ale- it'll be Alexa Nia probably next, and then I guess Nia will be taken down by Oscar, which would make sense. But that whole Nia thing where she said she was like didn't want to lose because she's cousins with the Rock, like that's that that kind of turned me off. And, of the, and yeah, but I feel like Nia they were kind of just like yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they totally like, Oh, yeah, no, you're totally right. Do you know who I am, Card? I love, I love Nia pulling that. <laughs> so, the Raw team, the uh, the Raw women's team, I guess, is going to shape up, right? Now you have Nia and Alicia, the only two confirmed. And Alexa's do- in her other match. So, really, three spots left for four women. You got to think Asuka's definitely going to get You got to think it's Asuka, Sasha, Bailey. And then the other two spots, the only other two women, Mickey James, who I guess falls short, and Dana Brooke, who ha- I haven't seen wrestle <laughs> oh. in a while. So <laughs> Dana Brooke. Almost forgot about Dana Brooke. You could Brooke, have made honestly. the argument for Emma to and have Asuka not on the as a member of the team, but now it, it, the team has to be all but certain, right? Both teams really shaped up that we knew who was going to be in the match because the SmackDown, when they announced the SmackDown team, there was no matches to get in on the team. There was just... All right, it's the six. It's the six of you standing here. Obviously, we know the five that are going to be in it, minus um, Lana. The Raw women. There's really no surprises here. Mickey James is getting her shot at the title. She got two uh, championship matches, so she's not going to be in it. And then, like you said, we haven't seen Dana Brooke in forever, so she's not going to be in it. So the five really, the five on five matched up well, and I think this is what the match should be with the two champions going against each other. And I think hopefully Oscar's the fifth member. Yeah, I and don't see I it. Yeah. 
I'm very interested to see how she plays into this match because she's going to wrestle. Obviously, she hasn't wrestled much of the Raw roster, but look over at the on the SmackDown side. Asuka versus Charlotte, Asuka Becky, Asuka Naomi. It's it's limitless the potential of these matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's it should be very interesting to see who where that match who plays has, out. Who has Asuka already wrestled on the SmackDown roster? Emma, and then whoever she fought on this past Monday Night Raw. On SmackDown. On SmackDown. Oh, on the, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't, you said so far. I don't think she's wrestled anybody. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. If she gets added to that match, it'll be Asuka. Like, her, whoever she pairs up with in that match, like, goes up against any one of them. Like, it's going to be exciting. I think the only women on the main roster that Asuka has wrestled, she wrestled Bailey. Right, yeah. Did she ever wrestle Sasha? I don't think so. No, Sasha was already up. She wrestled Bailey. She, I think she might have wrestled Nia Jax. I think she Yes. I think she did. Yeah, I think once on like And a I'm pretty sure something. she wrestled Alicia in NXT. Alicia Fox, did I, she? I think so. Really? I'm pretty sure. And then that's it. So realistically, Asuka has all of these opportun all these different match opportunities. And I think Survivor Series is a great place to capitalize on that. Obviously, this past Monday, uh, she wrestled, uh, I guess it was a local talent type. Like, I don't even know who it was. But that's, I get, I think that's where they're going to be until maybe the week before Survivor Series. Yeah, she's getting the, Ni- the, uh, the Nia Jax streaming with all the right. jobbers. I hate those matches. Really? Yeah, I really I really can't stand to see it. I'd rather see somebody, I'd, a real su- raw superstar on the match like that. It just, it just annoys me when they have these push matches. It feels like they're like uh, pushing for time. I think they're like trying to fill up their time slots, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, just, why not? Just have but, her beat somebody. But then again, you think you go back to the lack of depth in the women's roster on Raw. Who would you put her up against on a throwaway Monday Night match? That's true. Throw Dana Brooke in there. Yeah, honestly, Dana uh, Brooke. Really, throw Dana Brooke in <laughs> there. We haven't competitor. seen her in forever. You know that Oscar's going to win anyway. Might as well give Dana Brooke a little, a little spot. Makes sense. So we talk about the Nia Jax return. Let's get right into the next return, which, you know, in my opinion, I think went over a little bit better. That's the return of Samoa Joe. Yeah. He uh, he beat Apollo. He choked out Titus O'Neil. <laughs> I'm way on board with Samoa Joe. In my in my head, he can really he can do no wrong. This is a guy who needs to be on that Raw team. Absolutely. Uh, he is going to be one to look forward to in this match. Um, he has he gone up who has he gone up against besides Bobby Roode? Oh, and Nakamura, right? So he's going to get to face off against Bobby Roode and Nakamura in the Survivor Series match, and potentially AJ Styles. Oh right, yeah. Who obviously he hasn't Ooh. he hasn't matched up with in WWE. Yeah, but he has years and years of history with him. Yeah, that's gonna be good. I was so excited to see Joe back on the Raw. The crowd was really pumped to see him back too. They were really giving him, showing him some love. And then I love how he threw it right back in their face afterwards. I'm not excited to see any of you. Yeah. so that was great that was too. Good. Really happy to see Joe back. Joe brings Raw. Definitely helps it out. And with Samoa Joe, we talk about all those matchups. You know one that probably the fourth or fifth, I guess, don't count Shane, which I think will still be pretty cool, but say the other four members of the SmackDown team, probably the fourth most anticipated is Samoa Joe Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. That is. That's something I would pay a lot of money to see. I want to see. I want to see go for it, Randy Orton go for the RKO and Samoa Joe and Samoa Joe just catch him with the Coquina clutch. Oh, that'd be good, sick. 
That'd be really that, cool. Yeah. yeah. That that's, sounds I feel like we could probably do a whole 60 minutes on, <laughs> I'm just like, on, so. on how Randy Orton can hit the RKO on this guy. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I totally agree. So then uh, The Miz, you really, the running theme on Raw was The Miz. Yeah. It was, he ang, he's told Angle, like, he's got to go. He, he thinks Braun's coming. I'm out of here. And he's like, no, you, you got to stay till the end of the show. Also, you're defending your title against a mystery opponent. And whenever I hear mystery opponent, no matter what's going on the rest of the show, I make sure I'm watching live. Yeah. It, because I get so – you never know who it's going to be. It could be somebody – you know, it could be like Heath Slater. But then at the end of the day, how do you, it could be either somebody debuting, somebody returning – who knows? And, you know, Jericho is always coming out of nowhere. It could be someone like him. Oh, don't tease me. <laughs> I, I apologize. But then, and when I heard the Hardy Boys music hit, I was on board. Yeah. For I Because really, it's the first time we've seen Matt Hardy, I guess, since Jeff's been off TV. He did a little bit with Jason Jordan. But other than that, we haven't seen him as Matt Hardy, the singles wrestler. Absolutely. This was the first time we saw. And potentially, maybe we would we were going to get to see... Little bit of that broken brilliance out of Matt Hardy, like I can't even, it's I can't even describe it, what that would feel like. It for would me. be it would be crazy, but I think they've dropped the ball on that. I think it's been too long for that for that to ever happen. And if it did happen, it would be exciting. But I think he'd have to go a different route with it. I think it would have to be something different because pe- people have already seen it before, and it's been so long without it that like nobody would really like care that much. But again, Matt Hardy in a WWE ring being in a singles competitor is pretty cool. I thought it was a great match as well. I really thought that uh, this was one of the best matches of the night to Miz, Matt, Miz uh, against Matt Hardy for the belt. And something interesting, I thought that um, I was surprised to hear that Matt Hardy's never won an Intercontinental Championship before. Yeah, yeah they talked to him. What was all of his singles titles? It was obviously the tag titles yeah. and ECW, US, and yeah. Cruiserweight, I guess, right? Was he, he ever WWE champion or world no, heavyweight? He was ECW champion. Oh, yeah. When he won the first ever championship scramble, that's true. Yeah, courtesy of Mike Adamley. Thank you for that. <laughs> but like you said, the whole theme really of the night was waiting for Miz to get to the end of the night to see what was going to happen. I love when Miz is the focal point of role. I really think he deserves it, and he does a great job with it as well. I love when he showed up. Oh, what did what did I miss? What happened? Nothing. What happened in the first few minutes? Oh, nothing. Just except the whole ro- raw roster, and then Stephanie McMahon was there too. Him showing up fashionably late. I thought that was. I, that I was mean, great. he's putting on. You could say week after week, he's putting on the best work of his career. Yeah. He really probably since the Cena feud around WrestleMania. Yeah. From then on, and then you know he he took to the shots at Roman. He took the shots at Cena. And now the shots of Corbin too on that inst- on his yeah, uh, on that video getting back at him that was really Corbin some good stuff. Corbin and Miz have been going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to have their one on one match at Survivor Series, and that's an interesting match because Baron Corbin, I really, you have two heels, but when it comes time for the crowd to decide who's who, are we going to cheer for? It's got to be the Miz, of course. Yeah, I feel like this is what the WWE's been dreading for years: people getting behind the Miz. <laughs> Because he, he's he been the top heel of the company, and now for them to put him in a match with somebody that the crowd just has disdain for, yeah. finally it's going to what are we going to, let's go Miz? Like, it's going to be interesting to play out. This is a story I'm really looking forward to moving forward going into Survivor Series. Yeah, and they were doing that Twitter banter back and forth with like the videos, and Miz was calling him out saying, like, oh, this is some of your best promo work. Like, yeah. Great job, pal, but like, you're not doing it in front of an audience. Like, I can do it in front of an audience, no problem, but you can't. So, again, 
it just shows like how much of a seasoned veteran Miz has become. And I think people fail to realize that sometimes that like Miz has been there for so long and Miz knows a lot. So it's going to be interesting for sure to see both of them in the, in the ring against each other, champion versus champion. And then we talked about the Miz and Braun Strowman being a focal point of the show. The really, what really carried that middle part was this whole Kane story. First, he attacked Daniel Bryan, <laughs> which in my head, I'm thinking, all right, well, they wouldn't do that if they never want him to wrestle again. Yeah. So what what's good with that? Oh, like, what's the deal? It's getting me anxious. I even really if, want to see Even it. if his comeback is to wrestle Kane, I wouldn't care. I would. I wouldn't. I don't I care what it is. I love it. The story care. writes itself. I they were tag team champions. I don't care what it is. But So then he attacked Kane, and then Finn beat Cesaro in a good match. That was a good match. And then Kane Tombstone Finn. Right. So he's now in those two stories. Then he beat Kane beat Seth, and then he took out. What did he take out Ambrose and Rollins? Right. Yeah. And then, so he like everybody's falling down to Kane. Yeah. I mean, he's. I guess again they're building him up for Strowman. For I guess. Exactly. Yeah. But now that I guess they're gonna wait until after Survivor Series. Is that gonna be something that plays out on Raw before Survivor Series? Or maybe Kane gets involved in the match itself at Survivor Series, taking out Braun Strowman, being the one to take out Strowman in the match because nobody else is going that's, to be able to. That's a good point. Yeah. Were you guys um, surprised to see Daniel Bryan though when he came out when uh, when he was backstage with Kurt? I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Daniel, when Kane, neither of them, when Kurt Angle was on the screen by himself, and he just brought out the walkie-talkie. He's like, alert, yes, alert, yes. they're here. And then I figured it was going to be either everybody, yeah. it was going to be one person. He goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and it panned over to, I thought it was going to be like Sami Zayn or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it panned over to Daniel Bryan. Well, you called it last week. You said you thought the whole uh, locker room was going to come and evade, but, you, but again, you were wrong, and it was Daniel Bryan. Like, it was such a, it was such a crazy, crazy... Uh, you know, face off and just behind the scenes too. It's like it's such a weird thing that we haven't seen. We've only seen it on pay per views. It's never been on like an actual show. That, yeah, he just showed up and then yeah. they said, "Oh, I didn't tell anybody. I just came here." That's that's big stuff. Yeah, it is. I yeah. like to see Daniel Bryan get involved because we don't really remember Daniel Bryan's the GM, Shane's the commissioner, and like Stephanie's the commissioner of Raw. She hasn't been on TV in months. Yeah, you see so much of Shane. You see Shane. And when it was Mick Foley, it was Shane and Mick Foley. Then it was Shane and Kurt Angle. You forget Daniel Bryan is in that ro- He's the same role Kurt Angle has. So I'm glad that they finally put Daniel Bryan in that spot where, like, that's his job. You would think that's what he's going to do. Yeah. And I think um, just to get back on this, on the Kane situation, I think that in order to uh, really – push his character to make it believable that he can go up against a Strowman. I like the idea that he's running through everybody, tombstoning everybody that comes in his path, whoever it may be, the Shield, uh, Finn, anyone. And I, and I also like how he said the Miz is on his own at the end, too. Kind of got the Miz a uh, little, little scared. That's right. Again, it's all about the Miz. So, you know, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Phenomenal Forum here. Matt Weinstein along with Andrew Servideo, Alex Demiris, each and every week here on WCWPSports.org. So we left off. We were talking about the whole Kane situation. We were talking, he, you know, Kane and Finn 
Finn and Cesaro, Kane and Rollins, Kane, Rollins, Ambrose, whatever it was. And that's going to lead up, it's going to be the Kane-Strowman thing. And Andrew, you made a really good point before we went off the air. We were, you know, we were talking at the, early in the show, who would, who's the guy that stacks up on the SmackDown side against Strowman? It's a good, very well could be Kane that comes out last year. Nobody stacked up against Braun Strowman, and he got eliminated because of James Ellsworth. Right. So it's very likely that we do see something like that. It's going to be the wild card for sure. Um, I don't think anybody would be able, not even on the Raw side, if the Raw side, maybe Samoa Joe, not even on the Raw side would be able to take out Braun Strowman themselves, maybe have somebody else come in, I, even uh, Owens and, and Sammy, if they if they uh, wanted to get involved. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a match at, I think at this if, pay-per-view. I think if Owens and Sammy get involved, it'll be against SmackDown, right? They wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't help SmackDown. That's true. So I think if anything, if they, anything, they come out to help Raw eliminate, Shane. say, Shane yeah. or AJ, whoever Absolutely. it is. So we'll go from a high point of Raw to one of, if not the, you know, the lowest of lows. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino, Mr. and Mrs. Claus, <laughs> took on Gallows and Anderson, Chad Too Bad, and Tex Ferguson. In a trick or street fight. Congr- Shouts to Gallows and Anderson. Second year in a row that they've lost to the trick or street fight. <laughs> Last year they lost it to Enzo and Cass. I think they were buzzing Woody or something like that. Yeah. Alex, you mentioned it. What did had had this work for you? You don't even have to ask. I hated this. <laughs> I thought this was I thought this part of the show was brutal. Um, if you're gonna have a match like this. I make it a real match, you know. Let me, let's see some let's see some good action during it. I just thought the whole thing really kind of dragged through. The only part I'll say that made me laugh was the end when uh, when Gallows thought that they had won the match and he's got the pumpkin on his head, he's raising his hands, and I then think, the wrong music gets and he doesn't know what's happening. I didn't, I didn't understand. You know, my, it was funny. My dad walked into my room. He was watching. Like, I think we were both we were watching in different rooms and we were both flipping between. I think the World Series and this, and we just saw. I like I said to him, I go. Why would they put the pumpkins on their own head? Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, if the, once you put the pumpkin on your head, now you can't see anything. Now, obviously, Gallows doesn't know what's going on. It's just, even maybe only Anderson puts the thing on his head so Gallows can help out. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I've, maybe next year when they are booked to lose <laughs> the trick street fight again, they don't put the pumpkins on their head. <laughs> maybe, hopefully they don't get booked in the, in the street fight again. Well, you know, it's interesting because after that, I think, I don't know if you guys saw, it was going around Reddit and stuff, Carl Anderson took out any reference to WWE from his Twitter bio. Yeah, but that was a that and was, then, yeah, that And was then Finn Balor not... tweeted a picture of a tombstone that just said, bye. I think it's because he got tombstone, though. I think that was that. Yeah, that, I see. But people were just like, oh, you know, they're leaving, they're going back to Japan. And then I think Luke Gallows tweeted something. He's like, "Yep, we're on our way to the European tour." Yeah, yeah. So like, and one of them tweeted out just like a, an emoji of a money bag too. Like, yeah, I think like, it was Anderson. It was so funny. It's ridiculous. But, uh, so uh, let's get into Jason Jordan and Elias Sampson again this week. Same thing. Yeah, but uh, did they have a match or was it just they were going back and forth? I think they were just going back. and forth. I think Jason Jordan. Oh no, no, it was a DQ Jason, or something. No, Elias was singing. And then Jason Jordan came out, Elias got out of the ring, and then Jason Jordan smashed the guitar. Right. That's right, what yeah. happened. Jason Jordan, since this whole Kurt Angle story, he's done he's done nothing. Yeah. He's he's so good in the ring, but he just now it's like, oh, it's the it's the, the Kurt Angle kid. That 
like who cares? It's sad. Nick. He really is good in the ring, though, like you said. He's great. Yeah, but he's kind of in no man's land, just right. floating around and. And you know, so is someone like Elias, who I really like. Yeah, I think he's great. He gets new, uh, natural heat for sure. Yeah, and well, I think it was it was a TLC when he came out the first time. I think he was sing, started to sing. He got booed, and then he's just like, "All right, now I'm gonna have to start over. Please hold your applause." <laughs> I was dying. Yeah, like, there's no way that was in the script. He just ad libbed it. It was great. And then uh, you know, a big, big, uh, big talking point on this show. Is Enzo and the Cruiserweights. This week, he came out with Drew Gulak. I love Drew and Gulak. And Gulak wrestled Kalisto. Love it. Gulak gets better week after week. You've been waiting for this, Matt. Just go. I know. I, <laughs> Just go. When Drew Gulak started doing his spiel, and he said, and you know who does that? I'm going to spell it out for you. S. Waited for a reaction. O. F. T. <laughs> soft. Enzo looked at him. He's like, Pissed. How long have we been doing so this together? You, you, I've been here for two years now. You still don't, you still don't get this. But Drew Gulak, and then you know, then Kalisto's music came out. So in my head, I'm like, all right, uh, Gulak's jobbing real quick. So Kalisto got the pin, the Salida del Sol, and then Enzo came out right away. Look, look to beat down Kalisto. I guess Kalisto's going to get another title shot. Yeah, in I guess series. this feud is just going to keep uh, going out for a few more weeks. But Gulak and Enzo are definitely phony together. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how much longer Kalisto's going to be in the big picture, at least. But, you know, doing a decent job so far. I love his finisher. Absolutely. So really Listen to yeah. is great. Yeah. But um, do you think Gulak is the one to beat Enzo in the future? I don't think so. No? May- I mean, maybe they'll have a match. But I don't think Gulak wins the title. Really? Not off Enzo, at least. I think I- I've been saying it for months off this show. When are they going to give Cedric Alexander the title? Yeah. When are they going to at least put him in a title picture? He's hands down the best talent in that division. And I you know I like what he's doing with Rich Swan, with Kendrick and Gallagher, but eventually it's got to you got to do something. Something's going to happen. Yeah. The, the crowd's got to pop for him a little more. I don't think he's getting the love from the crowd. And now Gulak's getting more love because he's coming out with Enzo. So well, I don't think go. Gulak would turn on Enzo or anything like that. I think this is the biggest push he's gotten, and he wants to stay there for a little bit. For sure. So, you know, winding down Monday Night Raw, Alexa beats Mickey James, matches over, and it immediately cuts to The Miz with The Miz Taraj. They're running away. They're trying to get out. Now, hold on, hold on. Do you want to, do you want to talk about how Alexa beat Mickey with just, with just a punch? Oh, yeah, that big that right was, hand. Yeah, that yeah. big right hand. That was like a big show punch. I was like, come on. That's, that's a good point. I missed that. I... I don't know what that does for anybody. I think no. this was just the end between these two, maybe. I hope so. Yeah, yeah I hope so, too. I really I'm hope really so. Just I, think, I think regardless of how the match was ended, it would have been the end. But that's how they did it? Yeah. It's I, All right. <laughs> so, good, good catch, yeah. Andrew. So Put a questionable next to that one. Yeah. For, <laughs> for future reference, yeah. Pencil it in. So, <laughs> Braun comes they did the whole thing the Miz they get the, the Miz and the Miz Raj they get in the limo saying drive 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 and the, the garbage truck is in the way Braun comes in out of nowhere I love it you loved it I you loved wait I loved you love when the when the garbage came out and uh, Braun just stood up from out of <laughs> all the trash was a little weird you it was a little that? weird at that point oh but after gosh. after that when he started chasing him down and like got in the ring and started to like Throwing him down, throwing the, ramp him down and stuff. the ramp. That I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And then when he, uh, when they were chanting one more time, one more time, he does it four times. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fantastic. I 
hey, I'll I'll defend myself. I if if anybody else came out like that and then started chasing them, I'd have been like, oh, this is kind of stupid. When Braun did it and he raises his hands and he screams, I can watch that a million times. You oh, yeah. think anyone else could survive being in a garbage truck for two weeks well, that's, besides that's Braun Strowman? The best, I think Bo Dallas, or it was either Dallas or Axel, I was like, Miss, you saw what happened to him. He's not getting out of that. <laughs> I'm like, is he dead? At Where this is point, he? At this point, Braun Strowman has become almost like a cartoon character. Uh, on yeah. the show, and, and it's I fantastic. Lo- I, lo- and I love every I love single it. bit of it because you d- years and years past that was your whole car- that was your whole roster. Yeah. Now to have someone who in on one hand is like a throwback like that, who he's going to be like a kind of cartoony guy, but on the other hand is an absolute monster. The powerhouse yeah. is the best of both worlds. Yeah. So you know, I, I guess that'll do it for Raw. Anything you guys had before we move on to SmackDown about Raw? Just that whole Alexa thing with the with the the winning by the punch, I didn't like that. But other than that, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, the garbage at the end was you know a little questionable for me. Uh, but I still I liked how it ended. Just like Andrew said, I liked when he was throwing everybody down the ramp and stuff like that. I liked when Miz, Bo Dallas, and uh, Curtis Axel, three huge guys, all get in the back seat. Nobody wants to take shotgun for that for that for that <laughs> ride. Just to, just to call something out. I thought it was so funny that it took them so long to unlock the doors. Like, yeah. They couldn't figure it out. And then, like, as soon as Braun Strowman comes out, they're like, oh, okay, that's how you open right, it. We, I love, we like, figured it out. I love <laughs> that because however much of a rush the Miz was in, put the bags in the car, put the bags, uh, get the door, why don't you? I can't open up my own door. <laughs> what do you expect from me? The Intercontinental yeah. Champ, he's so good, man. That's <laughs> all great. I got for that. So we'll move it on to SmackDown. It started it's sort of a similar way to Raw. You had Shane in the ring. And he named himself captain. Right. He said, Angle, you started. I don't well, really. He started it. But he said, Angle, you started this. You're in the match. Well, so am I. I'll see you there. And then they went again. I was right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I got I to gotta, I gotta throw that in there. Throw a little feather in my cap. And then it goes right into Bobby Roode Ziggler, two mm-hmm. out of three falls. Bobby Roode wins. He's on the Survivor Series team. What'd you guys think of this match? You said you said you before the uh, SmackDown even started. You said uh, you showed us the tweet that Ziggler put out, and you were like, "Is this like his final swan song? Like, is this gonna be it?" And I was like, "I don't know. I know you said his contract is up his to contract. Like, I think today. I think it was either yesterday or today. And they've been talking about it for a while. He's been saying, you know, he's not. He might not resign." He's going to go do other stuff. And obviously, if there's ever a time for him to leave, it would be now. It would be right now. And there's so many people leaving, too. I think that that's that's another thing that's kind of, like, making me sad about this whole thing. It's and just, like, Dolph Ziggler's been there for so long, and he's done nothing. And, and I'm just like, yeah. you know what? Good for him if he does. You, good for him if he does You doesn't. had the okay. other day the the uh, the couple of, who was it? It was Emma, Summer Rae, and Darren Young all released. And I, I heard, I, you know, it was a rumor, but I heard that they're not done released. Like, there's a couple more on the way. Yeah. Could he potentially be one of those guys? It's funny because you said good for him if he does, good for him if he doesn't. I feel the same way watching the show. I almost want him to leave so he can be recognized and be put into better situations for himself. But then again, I don't want Dolph to leave because I like watching what Dolph I does. I love Dolph. I so love everything. I, I was I was gonna say the same thing. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh, I want him to. You want him to leave for him, but I want him to stay for me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but that type of thing. Yeah. It's like a selfishness. I didn't think it was a great match, though. I thought if this was gonna be the last time the two of these guys go at it, they fought what I think 
two, this was the two or three third times, or this match. was the third and this match. This was the two out of three falls. Yeah. I didn't think it was an overly great match. I thought the end was a little better. The first two falls for the first, the first two falls of the match, I thought were a little quick, a little weird. Yeah. Um, but I it picked up towards the end, expecting a little more. But I'm a tough critic, so their first match that they had, I think, was the best one of the of yeah. the three. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I agree with you. And it, that that one wasn't even that good. Yeah, you ex- I feel like you expect so much more from two guys like you know Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Also, the whole thing Bobby Roode is. He's not a he's not a face. He's a heel. Of course, and he not. shouldn't be being a face you right should, now. Yeah, but, but like I think after Survivor yeah. Series, it'll change. I think I think that'll. I, I think maybe that comes into effect during the Survivor Series match too. I think maybe he's not getting along with Shane, or he's not getting along with AJ. Something. Who knows? Something maybe happens. maybe it's Nakamura. Oh yeah, or yeah, he, he's yeah, not yeah getting, because they've had their history. He's not NXT. getting along with Nakamura. That's realistically, it could be anybody, yeah, or yeah. it could be oh Randy Randy Arcaosum. He's like I don't I don't like this guy. Yeah. who knows? Realistically, you could sit. We could sit here and book a feud for Bobby Roode as a heel with all, any of the other four guys on this team. Yeah, That speaks to how good Roode is. You can put him with anybody and yeah. he's going to really carry a good storyline, you think. And, you know, you talk about Roode like that, you go, you know, six, seven guys down the SmackDown roster, you can say the same thing about any of them. Yeah. AJ, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton, the, you, Bobby Roode. It's, the talent there is ridiculous. Stacked. And why I feel like everyone's like, oh, well, Raw's the show, Raw's the show. Look at this team that SmackDown's yeah. putting out. Yeah. Like, but, look at, but look at Raw's team. Yeah. <laughs> but I get what you're saying because I like the SmackDown team, all of them as individual guys, but just when they stack up against the team that Raw's going to put together, it seems a little lopsided. But, yeah, like you said, it just these guys all individually, I really love each one of these guys. For sure. So we'll get right into the next match on the card. Baron Corbin beats Sin Cara by DQ. Sin Cara's getting a nice push. I, yeah. I was going to say, I like it. I'm a big fan of Sin Cara. I be, I'm pretty sure he just signed like a four-year extension on his contract. This is a guy, you know, he had a fresh pair of shoes released. This is a guy who could be a legitimate player in the SmackDown mid-card. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't really like Baron Corbin as U.S. champ. I'm going to say it right there. I don't like Baron Corbin when he's not U.S. champ. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like Baron Corbin in general. <laughs> but I, but, yeah, I agree. But uh, I don't know. I think I don't think Sincaro will beat him for the title. I think it's I think Corbin's going to keep it for a while. Yeah, especially everything that's uh, that's happened with him and the Miz uh, this like past week. You really are rooting to see Corbin hang on to it just so he can fight Miz at um, Survivor Series. Right. Well, and you know I totally agree, and I'm glad that they're doing that because otherwise, you know, we said before, why does it? Why do we care about this match? You don't, Miz. Absolutely not. <laughs> but for them to go back and forth, leave it to the Miz to build a program mm-hmm. off screen. You know, give him, you give him an inch, he'll take you a mile. Yeah. This is a match that is. It's you know, it's a bit of a stretch, but it's almost a must see match because of this story they're building on Twitter. Yeah. That's that's where we are. That this whole feud is Twitter based, which I think is very pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. So then you know the match of the night came after <laughs> AJ Styles defeated Samir Singh. I believe it was a, like an eight or nine second match. Hey, hey, maybe fifteen seconds. I, I <laughs> yeah, you know, give uh, give Samir Singh his credit. He hung in there. But uh, what where's this AJ Styles gender story going? I think they're just trying to space it out. I, I like these yeah. last two weeks. Just I think they're stalling. Right? I think uh, I think they're giving AJ a break from all the stuff he's been doing, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, just go and beat up, That's beat up, uh, 
beat up. Yeah, a couple. He's probably tired after what yeah. he's been doing. He's, he went back and forth from uh, South America, or what it was, and then back to Raw, and then and then worked SmackDown the next night. So they're probably giving him a break after all that stuff. Yeah, he's been that's going a through. good point. Um, I think the highlight of my of SmackDown for me, what believe it or not, it was the New Day. <laughs> their costumes. It was uh, oh, yeah. Big E as Akeem. What was it? Kofi was Brother Love, and Xavier was Jimmy Hart. Yeah, that was, was great. great. The Jimmy they Hart could, with the, and the to think, I don't know if you guys remember, last Halloween, they all dressed up as Godfather characters. Yeah, One yeah. of them was the Godfather. One of them was Papa Shango. They, if they could just dress up in Halloween costumes every day, every <laughs> SmackDown, that's all I need. Every day is Halloween day. for the new day. They're giving out treats and cereal and whatever. Exactly. So you said, wait, you said every day is Halloween day? Yeah, pretty much. No, fun. every day is Rusev oh, day. That's a, that's a very good point. <laughs> Big Aiden English guy over here. <laughs> I, I love Rusev and English together. I, I like, it's great. Aiden English, big friend of the program thus far, I would say. I'm a big, really love Aiden English, and especially him and Rusev. Every time I see Aiden English, he makes me laugh. So You know, I, he's, I'm happy to see he's somewhere after the Vaudevillain sport. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll finish off SmackDown in a little bit. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back. It's the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. Matt Weinstein alongside Andrew Servideo, Alex Demirs, each and every week. You know, we're just about finished with SmackDown. But, you know, we got to talk about our guys Brizongo. <laughs> the Fashion Files. Last night it was Stranger the debut Earth of things. Stranger Things. <laughs> I loved every second of it. I loved it. I think, you know, not it's... The tr- tradition, really, here every week. What am I gonna? S- I-, I didn't like it. That's never gonna come out of my mouth when I see these two guys in the fashion files. Ever. And and we finally found out that two B is the Bludgeon Brothers. So that's that's good to know uh, as confirmation. I don't. I don't know. Well, who else could it be? Oh, of course, you think it's. A, but uh, yeah, who else could it be? Then they would have finished it four weeks ago. No, I think it's gonna continue. But uh, we know now. They, they it's gotta be. I think it's gotta be them. I think here's because at first they thought you thought it was the Ascension, then the Ascension came out. It was two B friends. <laughs> what are the odds that you know the the Bludgeon Brothers debut? They start having matches with Brazongo, and then they just start showing up on Fashion Files. Is this a legitimate feud, the Bludgeon Brothers and Brazongo? Probably not, right? It's either. Because if it is, the Bludgeon Brothers are going to squash them in two minutes, and that'll be the end of it. And there goes, you know, four months' worth of, of two fashion files. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's no way that that's just the end. I don't think so. Did we know. ever find out who was underneath the table? In, uh, yeah, it was Ty Dillinger. It was Ty Dillinger. That was great. Is that an 11? No. I'm a, I'm a 10. 10. <laughs> that was great. The Ty Dillinger. That was great. Yes. Did, they, did they say what next week's is? Uh, no, I don't think they did. They I don't even think fa- they'll say it would be next week. I don't even know. Whatever, uh, whenever it is, it, whatever. So, I wanted more last night, though. Yeah, I know last night's was, it was funny. Quick, I really, yeah. yeah, it was it quick. Was I wanted quick more one. of it. Well, just like Stranger Things, it was quick. The the whole season was quick. If you did, if you watched it, I don't know if you watched it. So uh, <laughs> I don't actually. Oh. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we get uh, right into the main event: Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens. Winner gets a Survivor Series spot. And. Sami Zayn, they had, these two guys had a good match. Yeah, uh, you know, obvi- as expected. Obviously, right. And obviously, you give these guys a little more time, you give them a little more room to build this up. 
that's a main event on any show. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a solid feud right there. And um, and yeah, they missed each other in NXT. So yeah. they, this might have been the first time they've ever wrestled in uh, WWE. In WWE, yeah. They had that one. Did you ever see the match uh, they had in Ring of Honor? It was uh yeah when yeah, it was yeah. and, uh, New Japan versus Ring of Honor. I think it, what's the name of that pay per view? War of the Worlds or something like that. Something yeah, something like that. And they, so. they had a really good match. It was it was really uh. But these are two guys. You expect that out of these two guys, oh, especially absolutely. if you put mm-hmm. them together. So it was. Sami Zayn came out. He was going to distract Nakamura, and then Randy Orton's music hit. He hit what? He hit the back suplex on Sami Zayn through the table or something like that. Did you guys notice? When Sami Zayn was ripping the cover off the announce table, he threw it and it hit somebody. Yeah, I did see that. It went really? almost right into the yeah. yeah. Go back and watch it back. <laughs> it You'll like, know. Kind of at the top, it went into the crowd a little bit. Because he, yeah. he threw it and it like bounced. No way. Yeah, it didn't fall. And I, the, rest of the, the rest of the show, I was watching this kid holding his face. I was like, this is bad. Oh, no. If this is real, oh, my this gosh. isn't good. Go watch it back. Watch it back when we're done. Yeah. So, um, so Nakamura is number three on the, on the Survivor Series team. I almost liked um, Randy coming out. I know I hit on Randy a little last week, but I kind of liked him coming out and sticking up for Nakamura because it kind of carries that uh, they were tag uh, they were a tag team the past few weeks. Actually, we've seen them work together a bunch, so I think it kind of carries that storyline going uh, forward towards Survivor Series a little more. You're gonna see them on the same team again, so I thought that actually played out really well. And so now it's th- four. No, now it's four guys. Yeah, yeah. We have so a match there's next the week. one spot left. And next week, it's AJ versus Rusev. One thing before we get into that, the when they were in the corner, Nakamura and Owens, and Owens hit that like reverse superplex or something like that. That was awesome. Yeah, I thought that move was That's, really cool. It, that he really only, got that me really going. Cool. He only pulls that out in big matches. Yeah. I, I don't know I when it. the last time he did that on TV. It hit perfect. But I love it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. So now you know next week the fifth spot is on the line. It's AJ versus Rusev. This I I'm very very excited to see these two guys in the ring together. Oh yeah, I don't think we have we seen it or maybe I, it was like a blow off match, not, yeah, maybe nothing just huge. like a middle of card match or yeah. something like that. But I'm I'm excited for this. AJ's you know AJ will get a good match out of anybody, especially Rusev's been putting on some great work as of late. This is a match I want to see. Yeah, I think uh, another cool thing about the Survivor Series like this time of the year for for WWE in general. There's a lot of cool matches that you don't don't get to see throughout the year, not only because it's Raw versus SmackDown, but it's also like leading like it's very competitive. If you want to see good matches, like for spots on the team, I think it's a great way to incorporate those main event matches into actually like meaning something yeah, and having value. Meaning is the exact perfect way you say it because when there's not a title on the line, there's really like you can get a little bit of a feud going, but this has meaning to it. Right. You're exactly right with what you just said. I'm totally behind you on that. Right. So, four of the five Survivor Series spots gone, one left. So that's, you know, that's pretty much it for SmackDown. We'll see where this goes next week. We'll try to fill these I mean, we have we have a basic idea of what these two teams are going to look like to full but, you know, who knows what's going to happen. You you expect to see, by next week, I guess, foot to ten guys certain, right? Yeah. Should what, should I ask? You think it's going to be AJ? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it's going to be AJ. <laughs> what, if, what if it's Rusev? It's not going to be Rusev. 
I mean, do I want to see Rusev on this team? Yeah. Oh, I want to see Do I want to see Rusev on the team at the expense of AJ Styles? No. 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 You're right. <laughs> Absolutely Because then what do you do? You, what I can think you do with AJ? I think if Shane and Angle weren't in the match, I think Rusev's your fifth oh, guy. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, though. That's what I didn't like about it last week when we were discussing them two being on the team because you got to kick a guy like Rusev off who's really just been hanging with Aiden English lately. Like and he, he, he's a guy that could really benefit from being in the ring with guys like this. Ex- especially Strowman. I'd like to see Rusev Strowman a little bit in there or something like that. But, you know, you've got to have Shane and Kurt in the match and you give the bump to one of these talented guys and it's going to end up being Rusev. So, you know, that's just about it for Raw and SmackDown this week. We're going to get into it right now, something we haven't really had time to get into so far, so far on the show, let's talk a little bit NXT. Yeah, Andrew, I know you're you're big thing, big fan of all all things NXT. What's the one thing that you're dying to see coming up soon coming at soon. NXT? Uh, what, do you, what do you like? What's going on? All right, so I love this feud between Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream. I, I think, oh yeah, I think Velveteen Dream is really really cool. I I, and I I know a lot of people don't like him because of the whole uh, it's just like a silly gimmick and all this stuff. But, like, they haven't even wrestled yet at all. Yeah. And this is going to be really good. You could tell. Like, the tension is building, and it's going to be a good match. Well, you talk about, oh, it's a silly gimmick. Oh, it's this, it's that. But he's running with it. Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, this is Patrick Clark out of Tough Enough. And it was... The oh. guy, correction, the guy who should have won Tough Yeah, he enough. didn't even win Tough Enough. Yeah. And you, when when he first came out... I think like he his first time on NXT. I think like one of his first times he came out and interrupted Shinsuke Nakamura when he was champion or something like that. And his name was Patrick Clark, and he was kind of starting to get this whole Velveteen Dream gimmick going. But from then to now, is it's like two different guys. This is like he gets the character, he knows what he's got to do, and it's very very well done from him. And you know, you're going to put him in the ring with Aleister Black. Hasn't lost yet in NXT. And before before this whole feud started, he never even said a word. He never cut a promo. And he cuts his first promo, and Velveteen Dream was the guy that came out. I was, I was shocked that this is a guy you're going to put in the ring with him. But it's paying off, and I can't wait to see it. Do we know good. when this match is happening? At uh, TakeOver. Take it's the, At, night, the oh. night before Survivor oh, okay. Series. Yeah. All right. So the night before, you know, we'll go through a little bit of that TakeOver card. We know it's Aleister Black versus Velveteen Dream. We know the NXT title, Drew McIntyre is defending the title against Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah. Uh, and then the tag title picture, it's the return of War Games. Yes, I'm very excited about this. Sanity versus, so that's Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane versus the Altars of Pain and Roderick Strong. Versus the undisputed era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Wow, this is this is this could be huge. Yeah, it already you, is huge. Do you like how they put Roderick Strong with Authors of Pain? I feel like it was. I do now, but I feel like they, it was kind of just like a throw-in. It was like he's part of this story. That's what I felt. Where too. they want him, Cole and all them, they want to recruit him. Yeah. And for him to go against them, realistically, he doesn't fit in with Sanity. He doesn't fit in with the Authors of Pain either, but it, it made sense. So do you think he joins the Undisputed Era? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think I think him with the Authors of Pain is pretty cool. Yeah. I do. I think it is pretty cool. I, do you think he'll come out to them at, at their entrance? 
No, it's, you mean like Kurt Angle and the Shield? Yeah, yeah, no, like that. I do oh. not think so. <laughs> I hope not because yeah. that's. I think that's even more drastic than Angle with the Shield. I think that that's even farther off for sure. When you look at Roger Strong and Alters of Pain. So what else we got on this card? Um, the uh, the vacant women's title, Fatal Four Yes, away. that's gonna be good. Who are you? Who are you looking forward uh, to well, winning? Well, it's the four competitors. It's Ember Moon. Kari Sane, the winner of the Cruiserweight, the Cruiserweight Classic, the May Young Classic, <laughs> Nikki Cross of Sanity, and Peyton Royce. I'm a big fan of Peyton Royce. Me too. I think she's great. The whole iconic stuff, the iconic, iconic duo, duo she does with Billy Kay. Yeah. I'm not as big a fan of Billy Kay. No, I mean, but Peyton Royce, she's she's good in the ring. She's got a good handle on that, you know, that heel group in the women's locker room character. I'm a I'm a big fan. I think Peyton Royce will win this match, and think, then Ember Moon comes up. I think that's cool how they're waiting till TakeOver, how they've had this women's championship vacant until now, right? Women's championship's been vacant since... Since she had to relinquish. Since, since the right? middle of August. So yeah. that's some really... They'll wait until the end of November. That's really strong build-up, and it's going to keep building up until the, until that date, and... That's cool that they have the winner of the May Young Classic in there too. Yeah, each each of the four competitors like earned their way into this mm-hmm. match, which is really cool. Right, um, Nikki Cross winning that that um, it was like a twenty woman battle, battle, battle royal. royal. Yeah, and then Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce won a battle royal as well. I think she right? won a triple threat match, triple threat or a fatal four way. Yeah, 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 one or the other. Um, now, did Ember cool. Moon earn her way in, or was it just like, oh, she was the last? She competitor. was the last competitor. That's what I thought. Yeah, and probably my favorite part of NXT whenever he's on. Is Johnny Gargano, Johnny <laughs> Wrestling. He's, I've you know, I guess they kind of caught. It was they didn't really get all it was caught up to be when uh, Tommaso Ciampa turned on him back in May because yeah. Ciampa was hurt. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of just been waiting around with Johnny Gargano, but they're still kind of waiting around considering yeah. what he's, what he's going to be doing. You, you want to tell us uh, tell us what he's doing at uh, Takeover, Andrew? <laughs> so him and him and Shawn Michaels have recently become like pretty good pals. If I do say it myself, uh, Johnny Gargano and, and Shawn Michaels are going to have an ab off. So they're going <laughs> to train up for a couple of weeks, making their abs look nice and and getting in the ring and showing off their abs and seeing who gets a better reaction. Is this is what this is what Shawn Michaels is? This is what Shawn. Well, he's he's at coaching at NXT. He's at the performance yeah. center yeah. now. Yeah. He's coaching at NXT. I I love Shawn Michaels more than the next guy, but I, I hope Johnny Gargano has a match too, right? <laughs> well, this is the thing. I think I think Tommaso Ciampa comes back and just like literally just is, like annihilates Johnny Gargano. Is he healthy yet? I hope so. I think I think they're if if not at this Aboff thing, it'll be right after. Sorry, I can't believe ab, we're still talking ab, about it. Ab, 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 there's a hyphen in there. Yeah. It's not one word. It's pretty ridiculous. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to get it, it there but, for you. Yeah. But um, let's talk about this NXT title. Drew McIntyre coming back after, you know, a few years away. What was it, four or five years away. And he made, he bet on himself like, like you got to think Neville's doing now. Like Cody Rhodes did. And it 100% paid off. He was in TNA. He was... Wherever he was outside of WWE, he delivered, and they they saw and said, "Hey, we want you back. We want you back here." And now he's the NXT champion. This is what a what a story for Drew McIntyre. Crazy turn of events for sure. Um, I love McIntyre in the ring. Um, I don't. So when he won the championship, I was like kind of sad. I was like, "Why would they put it on him?" But then I realized it started to click. I was like, "You know what? 
the story that he has, it makes sense with the whole thing. Because it's the first guy, I think it's probably the first guy, I mean, I guess he, he was kind of WWE homegrown, but then he left and really made a name for himself. But before him, all of these NXT champions, I guess with the exception of way back Big E and Bo Dallas, all of the other guys who've been NXT champion made a name for themselves before they Outside got to the NXT. Movie, yeah. Guys like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Nakamura. Finn Balor, yeah. Finn Balor, right. They were already established guys before they got here. So Drew McIntyre, although he left, is one of those guys who's homegrown, quote-unquote, WWE made. Yeah. I have a question. Sure. When was the last time an NXT champion lost the title and didn't go up to Raw or SmackDown? Like, is there an opportunity here for these two guys to keep a little feud going with each other? I like, if think... McIntyre drops the drops the title, is he going to come up, or is he going to stay in NXT maybe a little longer, keep it going? I... Nakamura stayed in for a little while after he lost the title. Well, a lot of them lost it, stayed for like another two months and left. Right. I think the longest was Sami Zayn, probably. Well, yeah, he also he got went hurt. up and then got hurt and then came yeah. back down and fought Nakamura. Realistically, then... it's never happened. Right. So it would be interesting. Well, I mean, Samoa Joe, actually. Aledo, he lost but it. But you see where I'm going back. with this? Yeah. Maybe if he loses it, he could, you know, I right. don't know what their plans are with him, but loses it, stays down. I think, I don't think McIntyre's going to drop the title. Stay. Yeah, I don't think he's, one, going to drop the title. Two, I don't think he would stay down either. I think he's already ready. Like, he's yeah. already built the name for himself. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like Cien Almas really, really, really? That much. Yeah. Why? Because I do. <sighs> All right, so... He when grew he, on me. when he first when he first came to NXT, I was like, "Who is this guy? Like, why why is he here? What is he doing? Why what is what is the story he's trying to convey?" So then, he was doing like these matches with whoever was new, right? Like whoever the new guy was. Yeah, and, he, he basically took Ty Dillinger's spot, right? And I was like, he, "We don't even know this guy. How is he taking Ty Dillinger's spot?" But then he got this manager now. What's her name? Zelina Vega. Right. What is it? It's Austin Aries' wife, right? Yes, yes. In real, yeah. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's whatever. It's, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it that much. Anyway, <laughs> so he got this manager, and now he's great. Yeah. I think, I I agree with, for the most part, when he first, the first real year in NXT, I wasn't that big a fan. I didn't really, I didn't really care about him, but his last couple matches, that match with Johnny Gargano in Brooklyn was incredible. Yeah, that was a I, match. That's actually, the yeah. match that turned me on to Andrade Almas. Do I think he's going to beat McIntyre for the title? Absolutely. No. <laughs> do I think this is – you know, what I do think is that this is possibly, you know, he'll lose, he'll stay for a couple months, then maybe around January of the new year he's a guy, he shows up on SmackDown or something like that. Yeah, maybe. And, it's you know, last thing I'll touch on real quick. We talked about how the NXT title has always gone to somebody who made their name away from WWE. Who do you think could be the first WWE – well, the next, really. We saw Big E and else. The next WWE-made NXT champion. I have mine. I, I don't even know because, honestly, who, who is there? Like, I, maybe there's, there's some I'm, I'm missing, but... In my, it's for me, at least, it's Velveteen Dream. Yeah. He's your guy. I, that's going to be a while. Not though, right no? now, yeah. no, but eventually. I don't, see a, I don't see a reason why not. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh... There's nobody else. Everybody I else is from really, everywhere else. It's yeah, from, they're, they're, just pick, Cole, they're just picking people there's, off. There's, right. uh, who else? 
Alistair Black, who made himself outside, Everywhere. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Those are the guys who you could see taking the title next, but they're not WWE. But they're not game. WWE guys, exactly. All right, so that's going to do it for us here on the Phenomenal Forum. Week number three, still got a little bit of a streak going. I'm liking where we're headed. Uh, we'll see you next week, Wednesdays at 5. This has been the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org.